Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Creating Change. My name is Jillian Walsh, and I'm a registered dietitian as well as a registered psychotherapist qualifying here in Canada. And today I'm here to talk all about body checking. Now, this is not something that's often spoke about in eating disorder recovery, especially in the beginning stages. So let me start with a little bit of an explanation about what body checking is. So body checking is actually a coping mechanism. Notice that I don't call it a coping skill because it's actually maladaptive, but it is a coping mechanism that helps reduce anxiety in folks that are fearful of body shape change or weight change. This may look like weight checking, for example, stepping on a scale multiple times a week, multiple times a day, multiple times a month is one form of body checking. But that's not all. There can also be activities or movements such as checking reflections in mirrors, checking reflections in anything that is a shiny surface. It can also be taking photos of oneself or reviewing old photos of oneself and comparing one to another. Now, less commonly, we also see behaviors such as tracing. So this might be tracing uh, collarbones or tracing hip bones, different parts of the body where the brain, the eating disorder brain, is convincing us that something is changing there. We're very fearful of something changing. So we use this maladaptive coping mechanism to actually reassure ourselves that whatever we are fearful of happening is not actually happening. See how it gets really tricky there? Now, another behavior that we often will see is something called wrapping. So it might be wrapping wrists. It might be wrapping around legs or arms. The final one I wanna draw your attention to is pinching. So pinching different parts of the body. Oftentimes we see this around the abdomen. That's actually a behavior that's been quite normalized by diet culture. When we are pinching you know, abdominal fat or arm fat or other parts of the body, this is again a maladaptive coping mechanism when we're doing it to reassure ourselves, reassure the eating disorder brain that we are not in fact changing. So it does actually work in the sense that it will reduce anxiety, but it's not adaptive. It's not a positive coping skill. So maybe you're wondering how do we change this? The first piece to note is that body checking is a disordered eating behavior. So we do want this to reduce throughout the eating disorder recovery journey. It tends not to be targeted until after the refeeding process. And it is something that is learned over time. It is not a behavior that's immediately interrupted. So the first place to start is begin by recording for a full day without any interruption, any attention to stopping the body checking. Just record the times that you body check over a 24 hour period. You can write this in your phone, you can write it on a piece of paper. Just take note, non-judgmentally, just record it because we like to have data to go back and re-examine or look at through a different lens. So that's the first day and do that for a full day. Now the second day, we want you to record the body checking behaviors again. And it can be a tally, you know, one, two, three, four, five, right through the day. But the second day, try and interrupt it. Do whatever you can to reduce the amount of times that you body check and take note of this as well. So that at the end of the two days, you should have two days worth of data that demonstrates when you are not consciously trying to interrupt body checking and how many times you will do it versus how many times you will body check when you are consciously trying to interrupt it. Does that make sense? I hope so. 
So once you have your data, the next step is to really practice using distress tolerance skills or alternate coping mechanisms to help interrupt body checking behaviors. This is going to target that underlying anxiety to help you cope with that anxiety without relying on these maladaptive coping mechanisms such as the body checking. Now maybe you're wondering what distress tolerance skills are. If you have not heard of this before, stay tuned for our next video because I will do a full rundown on distress tolerance skills and how to use them in eating disorder recovery. That'll come out next week. So make sure you subscribe to our channel, hit the bell so you're notified when the new video comes out. And don't forget, if you're looking for extra support, check out our website, changecreateschange.com. We have lots of free resources there, downloadable handouts, as well as free webinars. We are more than happy to help you throughout your eating disorder recovery. All right, thanks for being here, and I hope to see you next week. Bye for now.